Welcome back. Airing it out, Fubo. My guy Orlando Scandrick, your boy TJ Hushmanzada. We back for another week. We have one of the best edge rushers in the league. Matter of fact, one of the best players in the National oh, Football shit. League. Shit, I'm still nervous from the Cowboy uh, game. I'm dropping stuff. <laughs> Joining us in Max Crosby later on. But before he joins us, Sunday Night Football, talking about the Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys. What's your reaction to that game? It's specifically uh, the many people across the country saying it was a quarterback controversy. Man, I think Cooper Rush, A-plus, job well done. Comes in, leads him to go 4-1. Yeah. Goes 4-1. He's exactly who we thought he was. I mean, my challenge is going to be to you, Kellen, you, Mike McCarthy, because, you know, they haven't been to the point to where they've been running the ball 60 to 65% of the time since Dak's first mm-hmm. year to stick with that uh, philosophy. I don't think they can. They're going to win some games, but ultimately they aren't going anywhere. Uh, that doomsday defense couldn't stop a nosebleed last night. Um, this is a, it's, it's cause for concern just because I think the gap between Dallas and Philly is bigger than I thought. I a lot you, of people, I told you that too. Though, yeah, a lot of people didn't realize Philadelphia's all pro right tackle didn't play the whole second half. I told you that it was going to be an issue getting pressure because Lane Johnson, I don't think he's given up a quarterback hit in like a season and a half. That third quarter, though, they, they got to the quarterback. They affected him. Lane Johnson was in the locker room. I, I know. Cooper Rush surprised me. I, once that got hurt, I was a first cowboy season over. So for him to go four and one, to have people across the country saying is it a quarterback controversy, that's kudos to him. You he got to get patted on the back for that because I mean, but that's just bliss ignorance. It one hundred percent it was ignorance. But the fact that he was playing well enough to even make this a topic, so congratulations to Cooper. When you have a backup quarterback, call the game the same. They didn't come out and just play single high and give them easy Makes reads. it too easy. The Cowboys, if Dak was playing, I believe they were down 20-3 to three at halftime. 20-3, yeah, to three, I believe to three. so. If Dak's playing, they come out in the third quarter, second half, they probably airing it out. No pun intended. Yeah, but that's not their style of football, and but that's what's gotten them the into the problem. The fact that they honed in and locked in on the run game, I don't know if they do that with Dak. If Dak is a quarterback, they come out throwing it. And so, Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, that offensive line opened holes. I was like, man, you know they running the ball. The Philly, like, stopped if, the run. They, the Cowboys made it a game if, in the second half. Sirianni, in the third quarter, accepts, I mean, declines the penalty. It makes it third, third and nine. nine. That's a four-point swing right there. They, instead, they make it sec- second and 14. They gain 11. Or 12, then it's third and two, third and three. That, when we texting each other, like, this is stupid. It wasn't the best of calls, but you're trying to back them up. But the defense have been playing what well. What are you trying to back them up for? The 25 and the 30 and a field goal, it's no difference. When, when you look at the Eagles, are you a believer in what I said at the start of the season? Super Bowl? I don't know, because when you get in the playoffs, it's not basketball. You have one off night. You don't believe their offense will translate into January? Playoff um, football? I mean, I think definitely they're the front, the front runner right now. Um, I don't I mean, you know, the trade deadline, you know, last year the Rams got Von Miller at the trade deadline. I think uh, at the trade deadline, whoever gets uh, 
that change of player. Hey, Nick Sirianni, though, he was out there coaching like we playing Madden football, though. Bring A.J. Brown in motion, sitting there and sliding back out. He yeah. ran that play twice within 10 or 12 plays of each other. And I'm like, it's the same setup, same formation, same motion, same results. The issue that some of these teams in the NFL is having is when you play against the Eagles, it's a totally different style. You got three days to prepare for all scheme runs, all scheme passes. When you play against the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Rams, the Vikings, the 49ers, all of those are West Coast style offenses. I think when you play against the Eagles, you're going to get a lot of concepts and a lot of scheme runs that are schemed you have the weekend and week out. fundamentally sound yeah. and sounds real clear. Just do your job and we'll be good. It's like when you play against Pittsburgh, they, you know, it's going to, the fire zone is unpredictable. But then when you play against a team that's like a 4-3 cover three team, you know, like, okay, I can read it. I see it coming. Playing against a 4-3 team offensively was a lot easier than playing against a 3-4 team because a 3-4 team, it attacks your protections. Yeah. And so who do you designate as the fourth down lineman? If you're playing Pittsburgh right now, that will always be T.J. Watt. Yeah. So you're going to designate him as a fourth down lineman. It does yeah. not matter. 99 is always he, down. doesn't matter where he lines up at, uh, sub, defense, regular, de it doesn't matter. But then what happens is when they start bringing other guys. When they bring two weak. Then, now you got yeah. a problem because it attacks the protection. We used to have some where the offensive linemen, it didn't matter if you knew I was blocking you. They would line up, get in their stance, and point to who they were blocking. Not so you know I'm blocking you. So everybody else along the line knows, okay, he has that guy. I got this guy. Yeah. So they would just line up and just point. And I don't, teams don't do much of that anymore. But I thought for us, it was effective. Our offensive line in Cincinnati, pretty much the strength of our team. They just didn't get any because credit. Everyone wants to like reinvent the wheel of football. Where do the Cowboys go now? Do they play any differently with Dak or no. should they maintain I think they gonna come the back same and way I they're think playing? That, that, I think a part of the reason why they play like this, and we just gave them his flowers, but they don't, they don't trust Cooper Rush. True. And now it's like, if you play that way with Dak, and how does that go make him feel? But they're winning. Listen, they're winning. As much as we they say beat, people. I mean, they, they beat some good teams. It's not much, like they've been, they've beaten bad. They beat good teams. They have, but they got some, so some holes in that defense. There's been some holes in that defense. The Tampa Bay Bucks. Man. Tom Brady. Ooh. I'm, let me just say this. We both played a long time. I, I just can't, I can't recall ever a player, let alone a starting quarterback, because leaders, they lead. Let me, go lead. let me go even further. Your the face of your franchise. You lead by example, or you can lead verbally, or you can do both, whichever one it is. All I know is Saturday is a very easy day, very easy. You come in, you watch Friday's practice, you do a walkthrough, so he did and none you of have it. meetings. He did none of that. And that's not a big deal because you know the game. If you don't know the game plan by Saturday. So did he do Saturday meetings, you think, at night? He didn't do any Saturday meetings. Oh, he flew to the game on Sunday? He probably got there Saturday night or Sunday morning. I don't know. I'm assuming Saturday night. If he was with New England, does he go to the wedding? Bill didn't even uh, go to the wedding. If Tom Brady is a quarterback of the New England Patriots, is he missing Saturday? No. No. Players don't care that he wasn't there on Saturday until you lose.
Until you lose. I mean, and I then think- you're on the sideline yelling at me. Like, boy, if you don't get your ass out of here, you wasn't even here yesterday. Yeah. That's what they thinking. But I, I think that we talked about like that. This not affecting him, but it's... His behaviors shit, the, have the, changed. The shit, as Coach Rod Marinelli, Rod Marinelli used to say, you can't let the shit creep in. Like, the it's, sh- it's the in. shit in now. His kids ain't home when he go home. His wife ain't home when he go home. Things ain't going his way in the sanctuary. I mean, he just looks emotionally... Drained. Yeah, he looks, he looks like he ain't there. When your behaviors change and you're a leader of the team, it's hard for you to jump the offensive line ass. Yeah, that, you can do it when you're doing everything the same way they're doing everything and you're losing. And not only that, they lost to a Steeler team that was struggling. Bro, that... <sighs> Bill Belichick didn't even go. Like Bill was like, hey, this, this, I got to, something to do, to baby. See, I, I got to do this meeting. And he didn't even go. To see the Steelers convert third and 11, third and 12. On the same drive. Third and 13, third and 16. I mean, it just looks like Todd Bowles is in over his head. Last year, I could, after six games, I believe the Bucks they weren't. Five and one four. I believe they were three and three last year as well. Who's the coach? BA. Can they recover from this this year? Can, I mean, I can think they, they always got around? a chance with Tom. They got a different offensive line right now. Uh, losing the center. So they got a different offensive line. Different coach. Different coach. They have a different quarterback as well. Yeah, they, yeah, he, he a different quarterback. Lost, His behavior just changed. He's a different guy. They lost a Hall of Famer in the front. Seven. They lost a very good player in Jason Paul Peter. I don't know what the and hell. Dominic and Sue, he gone. Like, I, I think if Dominic and Sue is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. People don't talk. <laughs> that dude is stout up front. Yeah. I think that he's probably going to be. Uh, JPP is a very good player. Yeah, yeah. You see, he's still you, making you see plays. with the Ravens now. And then I haven't seen Carlton Davis yet. Is he back? He back. The real Carlton Davis? Or the one? <laughs> hey, him and Brady in the same boat. Who's who? Yeah, and then they're asking Antoine Winfield Jr. to do a lot. Dog, the Brady... S- you can't just get off this Brady and shit see, up. That's, <laughs> a, that's the thing, though, because we start pointing to Carlton Davis. You point to Antoine Winfield. Like you point to the defense. The defense is bad right now. It's not that. You got to be present. Well, you, that's why he's getting a divorce. You, you, you must be He clearly present. got commitment issues. Okay, okay so look, look. <laughs> You're getting a divorce because of football. Presence. And you're still not all in on football. He did just drop that so Brady brand, you're though. still not he all did, in. Hey, he did just drop that Brady brand, so though. So you're not all in. At home, you're not all in in football, and it's causing problems in both. At least go all in on one. Yeah, I know. At least. But what's crazy is that nobody talks about, like, we talked about, like, other people tarnishing their legacies. I don't think he's tarnishing his legacy, but you cannot do this on a football team. It doesn't, like, him not going Saturday did not matter. That's not the reason they lost. It's optics. Yeah. It's perception. Perception he's, is reality in the NFL. He, he's not all in. They know it. The team knows it. Um, it is what it is. Let's talk about Robbie Anderson. Just, he gets traded this morning mm-hmm. to the Cardinals. One, have you ever done what he did, or have you ever seen a player and a coach get into it? I mean, as a young player, you go. as a young player, that's probably something I would have done. As a vet, as he is, it's just not something you do. Um, obviously, he lost his cool. Um, they're cleaning house anyways in Carolina. Um, I don't think I think that you know he's a Matt Rule guy. Matt Rule was his college coach. He had his best. Matt Rule brought him over there. 
got him paid twice. Two years, 30 mil. Before that, he think he got three for 30. He good. Got him paid twice. I think his frustration is showing with uh, Baker, Trash Can Mayfield is bad. Then he has P.J. Walker. He's struggling. He's frustrated. I think just as much as Baker, not that bad. Baker bro. Just is bad ass, situations, man. He just, bad situations. So when they when when they lose the situation bad, when they win, Baker's good. Nah, he was hurt last year in Cleveland. Name me one person in the NFL that's played seven years and is not hurt. I'm talking about he was banged up. He had to have surgery. Was he hurt or is he injured? He was both. No, he was hurt. He was injured because he had surgery, but he was tough. What about the to three coaches that. that he got fired before this? I mean, I have no answer for that. I really don't. I, I hate to see stuff like that because... That's some shit you would have did, though. A little bit. A little bit. But why, though? Because you get passionate, man. It matters. Like, defense, you kind of make your own glory. As an offensive player, specifically a receiver, we rely on other people to help us and vice versa. We help them as well. So you, he has no targets. They're losing. Frustration starts to set in. I don't know what was said, um, him to the coach, coach to him. But we got to understand, Robbie's a grown man. That coach is a grown man. Yeah, but, so it can't get too disrespectful. But the coach didn't go sit on the cooler by itself. No, that's frustration. We all have been there. At least the majority of receivers, well, the, the, I know. We all have been the there. The first one, okay. The second time he goes back, like, I want some more smoke. Again, we don't know what was said. My advice is this. If you want to play beyond this year, you can't do that. Like, you cannot show your coach up and then be sent to the locker room. Like, if he does not play well what, in man, Arizona. What does he do in Arizona? Like, where, where's the position? Hollywood Brown. He looked like he out for the year now. He messed his foot up. Okay, so now you DeAndre got... DeAndre Hopkins come back. Right. He should, he'll be able to play this Thursday. Okay. Then you get A.J. Green. You got A.J. Green. Where do you play Robbie Anderson? He's going to play. Where? Uh, at receiver, somewhere on the outside. So, A.J. can't play on in the inside. Probably D-Hop will go on the inside, but this is the thing. He can run, and he's going to have to be on his best behavior, or this may be his last year in the NFL, because nobody wants the coach who's in his first game as an interim coach. You can't do that. And it's a black head coach. It's a black position hold on, coach. Hold on. No, it's not. That's not no, you, What I'm saying is. Well, if it would have been a white head coach. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing, but it makes it worse because if Steve Wilkes can start winning, he can get that job permanently. He don't need other distractions. Winning what? Winning games. Winning the day? Winning games. Winning the down? He can win games. Man, they're not going to win so anything. You, you don't want that distraction. This happened with me once when we were playing. I was inactive. We are playing the Chiefs, and I thought the refs was hoeing us on some calls, so I was talking trash to the refs, like, and I wouldn't let it go. And... uh Marvin comes up and he grabs me, like to tell me to stop. And I grabbed him back, like, nah, bro. Like, the head coach? Yeah. You tripping. But it was, I wasn't even playing. But people that I play with emotion. And so my thing is this I don't know how Robbie Anderson is. I don't know him personally. I don't know the coaches involved. When we play football, emotions. But my, my, you, we get emotional. My thing is. Let, let Robbie Anderson calm down. Let the coach calm down. We can get back together 10 minutes later and talk to our differences. That's what we did when my situation, I got into it, my receiver coach during the game, 
when we calm down, like they always say, when TJ get mad, just give him five to ten minutes and he'll be back good. But that was the thing, though. He gave himself five to ten minutes and he went back for some more smoke. But we don't know what was said. Hopefully he can go to Arizona and play football because he could be on his way out. He'll be all right. You take this game for granted, man. Yeah, it goes you, fast. You take it for granted, and then when it's over, it's over, and you're like, damn. Now, you brought him up. No, yeah, we gonna go. We, I'm, you brought him up. I, I gave him his flowers. He's incredible. They built their whole team around him. But as a passer, when he has to be a pure passer, I don't know if it's the scheme. I don't know if it's his ability. He throws a nice ball. He is just an inadequate passer. Who's he? Lamar Jackson. Okay. Outside of Mark Andrews, what receivers was he throwing to yesterday? I don't give a damn. Look, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, listen. That's what I'm saying. He did, he's been the same way okay. when he had receivers. He Who? was the same way when he had just Hollywood name a, Brown. Name a top quarterback right now. Anyone. A, t- a top quarterback? Anyone besides Lamar Jackson. Anyone. Looks like David Carr. He's playing all right. Okay. Who's his best receiver? Devontae Easy. Adams. Easy. Okay. Bam. Devontae. Give okay. me another quarterback. Patrick. Who's his best receiver? Travis Kelsey. Easy, just like that. Yeah, Mark Andrews is better. That's his best player. So Mark Andrews yeah. is his best option on a receiver. That's the same end, thing right? as Travis Kelsey. Now, They're right here. Juju has had more success. In Juju him. is stop. Right, right. I'm just, just I'm, what I'm, what just, I'm, before you start, we agree with listen, that. Before you start, stop. <laughs> what I'm saying is Rashad Bateman is out. He's been out weeks. Yeah. And so, in the passing is that, game, is, is Rashad wide. Bateman's fault that he takes 16-yard sacks? No, no, no. Bad plays happen to everybody. Yeah. This is the thing with the Ravens. They got to finish. Well, he's an inadequate passer. He won MVP. I've never seen anybody be yards. inadequate passer and you Michael MVP. Vick. Yeah. Slow down. It was breathe. A it was breathe. A diff- <laughs> breathe. You know, was, who his, and you know what a, they used to say who his best receiver was? Algie Crumpler. No, nah, it was Michael Jenkins. And Algie Crumpler. Like, he's inadequate. No. <laughs> yes, he is. Inadequate. Like, they got to finish. Oh, God. Was he inadequate when they're up 28-7 against the Dolphins? Is that his? No, it was his running. His feet is amazing. I sat on here. 28-7. Here last week, and I said, I can go find you another Lamar Jackson before I find you another Herbert. Nah, no, you said Patrick Mahomes. I said Herbert. You said Patrick Mahomes the first week. Second. Okay, still, but Lamar Jackson a hell of a player, but as a passer, he inadequate. Now, now, 28-7. Yes. Against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh... He was adequate for that's good enough for me. Bro, let's just look hold at on, his passing. No, 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 no. Lucky I don't got hold my on, phone on, today. Where's my phone at? 20 to 3. 20 to 3 against the Buffalo Bills. What are you doing in the second half? Hold up. It's one half of football. 20 to 10 yesterday. 20 to 3 at halftime ain't shit. Listen, when you 20 to 3 at halftime ain't shit. Football league. When you're up 14 or more, you should win that game. Yeah, but when you got you should when you win got a that quarterback game. that drops back with a blindfold on and that throws a damn Cannon, a rocket launcher that literally has no aim. That's what you're saying he's doing? Bro, he drops back. Blindfold? I seen him throw hitch routes over people's heads. Bruh. I can go down to Gar High School and see somebody do that. Bruh, this is like, the slander is, re- that's, it's not even disrespectful. I'm going to tell what? you something. I could see much better than I could hear. So, so I'm I just put my TV on mute because I don't even want to so hear So Lamar not a top 10 quarterback in your eyes. He's a top 10 athlete. He's a, no, I didn't ask no, you No, as that. a quarterback, no. I could find 10 people that I, was, that I would build my franchise above uh, before Lamar Jackson right you now. you get fired. You put Lamar Jackson on the Raiders, they're going to be worse than they are. Bro, do you hear what you're saying? Bro, all he do is run around. Nobody say nothing about him running. The great Dave Pagan going to text the group chat and say, hey, 
Do you think Josh Allen runs too much? He didn't say that shit last night. Josh Allen got Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis out there making plays. He also got his... He never leave home without his handy-dandy feet. Yeah, but his on. arm, too. He don't just drop back like this. Hey, is anyone open? <laughs> so that's who... Bruh. Bruh just drop back like this. Hey, I can't see you. No shit. Open your eyes. He's bad as a pastor. No, he's not. I've watched him he's... do this three years in the playoffs. Why do you think they don't want to pay him? Because he wants more money than they want to give him. Why do you think they don't want to give him a fully guaranteed contract? The slander to me makes zero sense. Why do you think they didn't give him a fully guaranteed contract? Because the owners don't want to go down that slippery slope of guaranteeing contracts. That's why. Oh, so you think they all got together and said, hey, don't guarantee Lamar's contract. But we're going to guarantee the guy's contract that got 23 sexual assault cases. And they mad at them owners. Oh, my God. They mad at them. Boy, you got more excuses than a hooker going to jail on fig. (laughs) How many guys in the league history of the NFL uh, have you seen with a guaranteed league. contract? Not a lot. But I mean, he should be changing it. One. The, but he should be changing One. He, he's younger than him. And he's trying to get a guaranteed contract, and nobody, the owners don't want to go down that rabbit hole of guaranteeing contracts. But the, you but do, like, wait a minute. Do you know why? Do you, now, do, hold on. Do you know why the owners don't want to guarantee contracts? Do you know what's the, the problem with guaranteeing NFL contracts opposed to NBA contracts? I'm listening. You can't insure an NFL contract like you can an NBA contract because it's a contact sport. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to put the money in escrow. But if it's for one player, they can do it. Very rarely. Because when you guarantee a contract, you have to put the money. It has to go to the escrow account. Very rarely does a guy get injured in football in its career ending. Yeah, but it's changing. They don't have, they don't even, Lloyds of London doesn't even do loss of value anymore. It's actually, they ripping people off when they do yeah, that. Yeah, insurance it's, is a ripoff. The fact that so you even stop, would get loss of value. Stop using, the owners don't want to. They don't. They don't trust him. We haven't seen it, we've never seen it in our lifetime until Deshaun Watson. So Patrick Mahomes' op- contract is guaranteed. No, it is not. It's, what he, it's, a, it's guaranteed. It's rolling no, it guarantees. It's rolling guarantees. His contract is it's, not fully guaranteed. It's, it's completely different than what Deshaun Watson signed. It's rolling guarantees. David Mulligetta. But listen, though. That's, that's it's, a pat on the back. It's, it's, he what, did that. But listen, Patrick Mahomes' contract are rolling guarantees. So what rolling guarantees mean every year on the day. On I on know the, what a rolling guarantee okay, is. All right, all right. Well, don't start a, uh, Don't make excuses. But it's not fully guaranteed. Okay. Lamar Jackson can play straight up I'm and down. I'm not saying that he can't. When he you just up can't 28 pass. to 7, that should be a W. So what happens? When you up 20 to 3, that should be a W. If you down 20 to 3 with Lamar Jackson, what is it? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. He been eating at Shannon Sharp restaurant, huh? So, Cooking up them OLs. I guess people forget playing... The Bengals two weeks ago. They're Bro, stop down. talking to how, me about what happened how, yesterday. How, no, no, no. They played the Bengals two weeks ago. Who got him in field goal range to win that game? Lamar did with his feet. He got him in field goal range. I'm not to saying win that, that he's not a good player. I'm saying he's a shitty passer. He's not a shitty passer. Okay, though. what kind of passer is he? Not shitty. Okay. He's above shitty. <laughs> so you tell me what's above. Like, he's an average passer. He's, he's a pissy passer. He's above average passer. Average is. Not good. He's above average. Now, is he Aaron Rodgers as a passer? No. He's not even David Carr. David Carr is underrated. He don't get the credit he deserves. Okay. People hate on David Carr. David Carr can play. Okay, so as a passer, he's a little bit above Tannehill. Who are you taking as your quarterback, Dak Prescott or Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. Then. But not as because okay. of a passer, just because what he can do with his feet. So, your boy... Your boy. Deshaun Jackson? Yeah, how you know? Because he told me he was going to sign with the Ravens. Well, he's visiting. Oh, I don't know. He told me he was going to visit the Ravens. That ain't going to help. What are you going to do? Just throw it as far as he can and go find it? 
This guy, this guy here, man. Hey, Lamar, this guy, when you bro, see I think he's a good player. I just think that he ain't really. Bro, it was I, a re- I just it's, don't, it's a reason why people was asking him to uh, work out as a receiver. No, because they're idiots. Oh, God. The people that ask him to work out as a receiver. So are they idiots. idiots. Bashadi's an idiot. What's who why? What did Bashadi Because he, he won't sign him. They offered him a deal. They he did. just doesn't they feel it's worth that, what he's that worth. That they can get out of if you keep losing in the first round. I ain't a receiver on this planet saying, man, I want to go play with Lamar Jackson. You see the way he's throwing that thing around? I agree with certain aspects of what you're saying. Oh, God. You would be, but, I tell you, if that was your quarterback, you'd be pissed. To a certain degree, <laughs> you may be correct. But you saying he's shitty. He's as not, a passer. He's not shitty as uh, a passer. Okay. Listen, he throws a great ball. One to ten as a passer, what is he? Ten being the best. A four. Come on, bro. Ain't no way, bro. Lamar Jackson bro, the, is a seven as a passer, bro. No, he can throw it. It spins off his hand. Beautiful. <laughs> but how he throw if it? You put him, if you put Lamar Jackson on the, on the how, Green how, Bay how, how If you put Lamar Jackson on the Green Bay Packers right now and told him to run that offense. Oh, they probably have the same record. What Aaron Rodgers doing with that? If offense? you put Lamar Jackson, what Aaron if you put doing Lamar with Jackson offense? on the Kansas, Aaron Rodgers can't do nothing with the offense. He and um, Aaron Rodgers is is uh, retired. I'm just saying he can't do nothing. That's with a pardon him. gift that he getting this year for a contract. He gone. Yeah, he's done. He's not. Bro, the in. man was talking about he do shrooms. I don't know. No, phrase to the franchise. No mid mid man in their mid thirties that goes on, on, public record and say he do drugs. Listen, <laughs> do you? No. I've never done a drug, so when people talk about doing drugs, that's beyond me. We gonna get Max Crosby here to talk about this. Welcome into the show. We appreciate you uh, coming on, Max Crosby. Probably, you don't get the credit you deserve. Let's get into that first off. Do you feel like nationally people respect your game more so than Um, the guys you go against? Yeah, honestly, it's, it's funny you say that. Like, for me as a player, I've always, like, I was a fourth-round pick. I had one offer coming out of high school. And, like, I've always had to earn my respect. And I feel like that's what's helped me get better and better every single year that I've been in the league. Like, I'm in my fourth year. You know, last year I was an all-pro. And people still, you know, like to doubt. You know what I mean? And that that motivates me. So, like, no matter what it is, positive, negative, like, I use that as motivation. So, like, for me, I'm my own biggest critic. So I see everything. I I see everything from Twitter to what people are talking about. Like, if people don't put me in that conversation, I get pissed. I use that to get better. And, like, I, I was talking to Willie McGinnis. Like, he put up his top ten rushers before the year, and he had me at, like, like nine. You like, bro, like, what you I, watching? And I, and I just messaged him. I said, listen, Willie, that's disrespectful. I said, save this. And I like, no matter who it is, I'm always like trying to, you know, find motivation in different ways. Cause no matter what it is, like when you turn the film on, I truly, I believe I'm the best at what I do. And I, I still have a ton of work to do and I still have to keep stacking years and stacking days and, and games. But like my motivation every single day is to be the best in my position. And I, I put the number one on every post I do. I put it, it's on the back of my phone. I see it every day because I know people still want to doubt and still don't think I'm that guy. And it's like, all right, y'all, y'all think this sounds good. And like all the people that truly like know and know football, they're starting to give me my respect. And I, I screenshot that too. So it's like, I gotta, I gotta live up to that expectation of the people that believe in me and all the people that still doubt. It's like, 
all right, bet, I'm going to show y'all every single day. And it's not just the games. Like, it's practice. It's everything I do. And that's that's just what gets me going. Well, I, I should have started off with this. Congratulations. You had your daughter last Thursday, man. So I want to say congrats. Welcome to fatherhood. It's the best thing that could ever happen. So I should have started off with that. Congratulations. I uh, hope <laughs> yeah, thank um, you. We thank mother you and daughter us. are healthy and, and, they, and they're doing all right. Thank you for giving us your time. Oh, yes. I appreciate it, man. Everyone's help, ha just happy and healthy. That's all you can ask for. Exactly. I went to a JR game a few weeks ago and just watching the way you play, watching with the effort you play, like the little detail things, running to the ball, just like your energy is just like infectious. And, you know, I think that you are really the heartbeat of that Raiders defense. And I don't think you don't give yourself enough credit. And uh, what I would say, and I'll challenge you, Max, as a, as a player and as a former player, bro, nothing else matters besides what you think. Go out there and be yep. the best version of yourself every day. And I know you know all about that cycle of a snap shit and how it plays out. And just keep doing that and just keep stacking the days. And, you know, don't worry about what people say outside of it. Because, you know, yeah. as you played, I play with Rich. 90% of the people in the world don't give a f about your problems. And the other 10% is happy you got them. Yeah. This dude. <laughs> no, nah, that's real. Did I that's make that real up? Shit, though. That ain't my line. No, that's real shit, though, because at the end of the day, like you said, like everybody's got their own way of getting motivated and, and what pushes them and what they want to do with their career. And like, like I said, like I'm my own biggest critic. And like I've had so many great coaches like Marinelli and Rich Versace. I talk to them every single week. Like I, Marinelli calls me after every game still. My standard is my standard. I don't have to share that with anybody. I know what it's supposed to look like, and I know what it doesn't look like. Every single day, that's what I'm, when it comes to practice and every single rep, like, I truly am trying to win and destroy whoever's in front of me. So screw what everybody else says, like, things like that. Like, I, I use it, like, obviously, I don't care. Like, I used to really, like, when I was young, I would really care what people were saying about me. Like, damn, they don't, they don't respect people. Now I just use it as, like, a tool, like, all right, cool. Like, there's st I'm still not doing enough. And that's that's what it is for me. Like, all right, if they're still down with me, I'm, I, I, there's more I got to do. So it just pushes me. And, like, you see Aaron Donald, there's nobody questioning if Aaron Donald's the best of what he does. Like, you know what I mean? There's a T.J. Watts. Like, nobody's questioning T.J. Watt. So for me, I know I'm only in my fourth year, but, like, I hold myself to such a high standard. I try to push every single day so it's unfair. Like, you can't not mention my name. And, like, I'm a team guy at the end of the day. But if you got a football team, you got 53 guys, if everybody's playing – trying to be the best version of them, like it's going to make the team better. And that's what I try to show my guys every day. Like it's not just on the field, it's in the weight room. I'm in there for two and a half hours when I, you know, Listen. I can do the lift in 45 minutes, but I'm always trying to do extra. So I'm bringing my guys up and showing them what it's supposed to look like every single day. In y'all last game, there was an incident at the end of the game with Devontae Adams <laughs> and the photographer. What do you make of it? And what has been the reaction in the locker room? Like dude is trying to sue and things of that nature. It is what it is. Like in the heat of in the heat of the moment, I don't. You know, I can't live in Devontae's head and know what was going on. But a dude just walked right in front of him. He's trying to get off the field. Like, I'm doing the same thing. I'm waiting for you to push me. I could use a good lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's what I'm saying. Like Devontae's in the heat of it. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just, you know what I mean. It, Wait, but shit you happens. Push me, and Devontae's man. a great dude. So it's not like people are talking about it around the locker room. It just it is what it is. Like it's gonna be. It's over with. We're not worried about that. Y'all yeah, so. gonna put a little pot together? Put a little pot together to pay the settlement? <laughs> Are you gonna yeah, hit him with good. the nah, He's man? Not, he, he, got, he, he got enough money, y'all. He'll be fine. Put a he'll little pot fine. together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> playing in Oakland, playing in Vegas. 
What's the difference? State um, taxes. <laughs> Definitely. Do you prefer one over the other? Obviously, the, the, the stadium is, is a lot nicer. I played my last year in the Coliseum. But, but for you, is the fans, the game day experience, is it still the same? What's different and what's similar? You know, they're, they're two totally different things. Like, Oakland is that experience. I don't think they'll ever be in the NFL ever again. Like, just how raw it was, how ruthless the fans were walking like, up those flight of stairs to get back wait, to the locker hold room on. did you play yeah, in a, yes, you, you got to walk a, a mile to get back to the hold locker room yeah. did yeah. you play in an oakland Col you say your last game was in the oakland coliseum or the la coliseum oakland coliseum i mean i oakland. didn't know you played so long ago this dude here bro <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah oakland was incredible like having a year there i'll always cherish that because it was the last season in oakland and like the fans were insane. Like you cannot wear another jersey walking through that parking lot. You you literally get jumped. Like it's not. They don't play around. So just being in that experience, it was uh it was incredible. And then Vegas, like Vegas, we still have our fans coming from L.A., coming from Oakland. We got our fans. You know, we're building our fan base here. So that place is packed out regardless. So the fans have been incredible. Like last year, as we started winning more games and we got on our run. Like, that whole stadium, like, you could ask guys around the league. Like, multiple, I heard multiple people say, like, that's the hardest place to play. Like, that shit gets loud, and it's it's insane. So, yeah, Raider fans are everywhere, and everybody knows that. So, regardless of where we're at, it's always going to be lit in there. You guys play the Cardinals. You have a big lead. You play the Chiefs. You have a nice-sized lead. And for some reason, you're losing those games. What's been the message? that we got to get it. We can't keep blowing these leads because you guys are in a division that's tough. So well, what's the message and what are you guys doing to try to make sure we can finish? Yeah, you know, it's it's simple as that. It's finishing. It's, it's not just playing two, three good quarters of football. Like, because we've showed that we can play great football against other great teams. We did it against the Chiefs. We did it against the Cardinals. We did it against the Chargers. But we're just a little bit, we're a little bit off. And like, it's been like that for the, you know, for the start, but it like, if you walk in this building, like you wouldn't think, you know, we're one and four, like the confidence these guys have and like what we have in this building, we know we're on the right track to where we need to be. So it's obviously it's been tough, you know, football, sometimes luck just doesn't go your way. And like, it's early on and we have a great support, like our, our coaches and everything, like they're doing a great job of bringing the guys in and continuing to get us better. And you see it like we're one play away from beating the chiefs in Arrowhead. We're, one play away from beating the Chargers, but we got to do a better job of finishing games and just playing 60 minutes. And I, I definitely think we're going in the right direction. And we, you know, these next few weeks, like we we're very confident we can go in there and, and turn this thing around. Coming up as a football player, as a defensive end, who was somebody that you wanted to model your game after that you looked at and said, I want to do what he does. I want to play like he plays. I didn't start playing DN until my senior year of high school. So I, I watch everybody. Like I'm just, a, I've been a football fan since I was a child. So from offense to defense, like my favorite player growing up was Megatron. Like I grew up in Michigan. So I, Megatron, just the way he dominated the game, he was my favorite. And Indomitian too as well. Like in his prime, he was insane. So I've been a fan of the game for, for so long. And then once Marinelli came here, he started showing me old Warren Sapp and, 
and Keith Millard and like John Randall and like and Pep. so many different throwback guys. Like I've watched guys from the seventies all the way up to the nowadays. And like it, my favorite players are the ones that play the play the game the right way and play down in and down out. So um, when you talk about standard um, Orlando, like just seeing those guys, like they played the game at a different level. Warren Sapp would run running backs down 50 yards downfield. And he was 300 pounds. Like nobody's doing that nowadays. So, when people like when I'm watching the game and I like I'll watch the game three times after we play and then I'll watch the the T V copy and I'll be like, Am I do I stand out in the way I'm running to the ball? Looking like them low, son. That, that takes no talent. Like that's the shit I care about most because I know how I work on my game. Like I feel like my game, like my moves and everything like that, I've I've taken huge strides every year and like that that's great, but on top of it, like my effort, like that, that's something that I can't control. My attitude every day, I show up in the building, and like I'm bringing juice, I'm talking shit in practice, I'm run, like I'm trying to bury people in practice because that's how it's going to be on game day, and I try to just live that every day. So, it, it, there's not one specific player, um, but like from a swagger standpoint, like I love watching like Deion Sanders. I got to meet Deion Sanders. My brother was a roommate of his son in uh, college. So, like, being around guys like that, DB-wise, I know you're – obviously everyone's a fan of Dion, but, like, I always try to bring something different to the table. Like, I don't – I've never wanted to be, like, somebody else. I've always wanted to be, like, a version, you know, Jared Allen, these guys, Warren Sapp, but, like, my own my own entity. Like, I don't have to compare nobody. I want to be that guy that's like, yeah, Max Crosby's one of those guys. He was – you know, you look back, you see a Micah Parsons. Like, nobody's like Micah Parsons. There's – I want to be one of those guys, and that's why that's why I work so hard every single day. Derek Carr. No, we're not going he, here. He's your quarterback. Oh, shit. See how you do me? Do you feel here we go. he gets his respect across the league? Um, I don't think so. You know, a lot of people have their opinions. Um, but I think Derek, you know, since day one, Derek's been here almost 10 years. And uh, he's always been a bright spot on the team, no matter what's been going on. He's had like six head coaches. There's always change but he's been consistent through the whole thing. So I know people, it's easy to point the finger at the quarterback and blame him, and, but it's, it takes a whole team to win. And I feel like Derek has done a, done a great job. And ever since, I've been here four years now, and every year he's gotten better and better. So like you said, no matter what anybody else has to say, like Derek's a super confident dude, and like he's a guy you want on your team. You know, he's, I think he does a great job. So I got DCs back to, to the end. As you sure. should, as you should. But... Uh, TJ, we both talked about it before, and we need to take a, a second to just give you your flowers on, you know, just the commitment that it took to overcome all the odds that you've overcome. The fact that last year they talked about how you were still attending classes and doing whatever you got to do to keep yourself on a mental, like, a, like to keep yourself straight. And it's huge for, like, and TJ doesn't understand this, and not that it's a bad thing, but he's never used a drug in his life. He barely drinks. and what it took for people that were overcoming and battling addictions, bro, like, you're just a huge role model, and, you know, that shit affected my life, you know, coming out of the league and, you know, drinking and exploring with different things, it got tough at times, and I just want to let you know that what you're doing is huge, and it's affected even players that play before you, it's going to affect players that play after you, and I just want to give you kudos on that. It means the world, bro, that's what it's all about, and I appreciate it. That's yeah. Like you said, I'm still going. I'm still going to my meetings, still doing my thing. Uh, it never stops. Yeah. And that's that's the one thing I could tell to anybody. And you know this, like, it never stops. The everyday process. So, it, it it applies to everything in my life now. And I feel like, ever since I made that decision, it's 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 applied to my work ethic, my eating habits, to everything. Like, 
it's one every single day I'm doing everything I can to be be my best version and uh I feel like I'm just showing the world and trying to be you know a bright light for anybody going through the shit I went through because I was on the whole opposite end you know at, the, at one point in my career and uh it, it, it's scary so I appreciate you man that means the world well we appreciate you coming on with us man again congratulations on your yeah. newborn wish you nothing but the best go dominate them hey man I appreciate you guys thank you appreciate you the New York teams the Bro, Jets and the Giants the Jets are playing with high energy Salah is being the Salah that we've seen as the defensive coordinator with the 49ers. Um, he's showing that Woody Johnson did an amazing job at hiring him. What he's brought to him, he simplified the defense. They've got players in there that fit the scheme. I mean, they made a big decision to move on from Leonard Williams, correct? He was and the I, best you know defensive player. You got to think the guys that they had before that, even if you go before that, it was Muhammad Wilkerson. Like, they got, he got his guys in there. So, you know, they're buying into it, and they're playing tough. They're, they're, they're playing to their strengths. Um, the Giants, Dable. Bruh, that dude, Dable, he's so, the definition of coaching matters. Yeah. That dude is unbelievable as a coach, man. Well, so, he's going to tell me he unbelievable as a coach, but then go tell me Belichick need to retire. I didn't say Belichick never retired. Without Brady, Belichick is suspect. That's all I said. But then we get a sample, a little, a little, a little cereal bowl size of Debo, and now you want to put him in. Canada. All I'm saying is that team is five and one. Yeah, they are playing great football, believing. That's the head coach. It's pretty much the same players. Yeah, that's, actually they lost that some guys. They had last year. They actually lost some. And the way they playing. Like, they're competing. They're down in games, coming back. Like, they best, they best receivers on paper. Yeah. They're not even playing. Shout out to Saquon Barkley coming back. He balling. But the way Debo is using him, um, the way he is calling the games for Daniel Jones, he's giving him the best opportunity. If you had your choice, Jets, Giants, who would you hit your wagon with? Giants. You believe think, in the Giants long I think the Giants, is a, the Giants is one bad... Offensive pass interference. Remember the crossing route before half, where yeah, and yes. it's the off. Yes. I, that was a swing. The yes. Giants is a is a is a because they was had the Cowboys. They went up by ten, and they would have been up more than that. They should be six and zero. Oh. I just think that Daniel Jones is going to continue to get better. They're going to continue to get comfortable in that offense. Um, I think the defense is playing well. It'll be interesting because they didn't pick up the fifth-year option on Daniel Jones. They're going to pay for it. And so he, he's playing good football. He's not playing. Good, good quarterback play costs you about $40 million a year. You pay Lamar $40 million a year? No. Oh, my. You would pay Daniel Jones $40 million, but you wouldn't pay Lamar Jackson. Forty million a year. I mean, I pay Lamar just, forty. I pay Lamar forty million a year, but I'm not. Said no. But I ain't giving him four for one sixty fully guaranteed. You take Daniel Jones over Lamar Jackson? I just feel like they have like Daniel Jones' arm talent is better than Lamar. I don't bro, like. You ain't I don't tackle like, that much when I don't you play, like, bro. You ain't tackle that much. But, but I, you lead, lead me to believe you was leading with your head the way you talking today. But what you talking about? I don't like his arm. I don't like him as a, I only like his feet. And then at his feet, he's at more risk of getting injured. So. Break it down like this. I'm fine with Josh Allen running because Josh Allen is a big built guy. Lamar Jackson is a thin dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just optic optics. 
I just don't like, and I don't like the sidearm. I don't like it. You look at Patrick but Mahomes. You, like you look at Jones, Patrick. Though. I don't like Daniel Jones like that. But if I don't got nothing else, if I'm sitting there with you nothing, you just said else, you got to pay to keep him. They gonna keep. But him. I mean, they don't have anything else. I put Huntley in. He came and did the same thing. I pay him about ten million a year. We still gonna lose in the first round. You did the same thing, huh? Yeah, against the Packers. We still gonna lose in the first round, right? Lamar ain't gonna lose in the first round. He always loses in the first round. Huh? Huh? My grandma said you can hunt, you can hear. He ain't winning the first round. I recall he. He, he has once, but you know what oh, I'm gonna no, tell no, you. No, no, you know if, what I'm gonna tell you. So, what? What? Sometimes, no, 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 sometimes, no, no. you just sometimes you Mitch Hoosman's out of cooks and you don't eat it all. You just and even the trash can get a steak. You just said even the trash can yeah. get the steak. And even the sun shines on a dog's ass sometimes. You just said he can't get out the first round. He He's can't. been out of the first and round. And then what happened in the next round? Has he been to the uh, championship game? No. Not many quarterbacks. So it's the first round. Huh? Yeah. Wild card. He beat the Tennessee round. Titans in the, wild in the card. first round. What's his playoff record? I don't know. One, one and four. Three. This ain't one baseball. And three. One and three. Oh, yeah. 333 is only good in baseball. Would you rather get to the playoffs or be watching the playoffs. I mean, we're going to do both. The, team, the way that the team is built, we're going to do both. I can go find another quarterback that can run. You think you can find somebody that can do what Lamar can do? I can find somebody that can run. I can find, I can find four players that I can get instead of paying him so 45 Lamar, million if a Lamar, year. If Lamar couldn't throw, why don't they just put eight, nine in the box all the time and stop the run if he can't it's throw? It's because it's not about it being eight, nine in the box because it doesn't matter if you have eight in the box with the quarterback because you're still outnumbered because quarterback run makes it even numbers. That's what makes quarterback run so hard. Putting eight in the box only works when you're giving it to the running back. But now if I got two running backs leading and I'm pulling and I'm always removing gaps, it's, I still got one more than you. It's a numbers game. You know this, man. Yeah, I don't why, know why you're playing why with me. Why doesn't everybody do playing it? With me, why man? won't everybody do that? What you mean? They try. The teams that they do that. They can't. That's they my point. Why, they three and three. Clearly they're doing something right. Man, Lamar Jackson, the slant. We done went from New York back to Lamar. I'm, I'm not sorry. slandering him. I'm just saying that, TJ, you know this. You basically, in so many words, says you would take Daniel Jones over Lamar. I never you said that. You basically just said that. I said I would pay Daniel Jones just because of where, if they continue at this rate. And then when I said, would you take Daniel Jones over Lamar, you thought I'm, about no, it. No, I said. You I, thought about I, it. I've got to think. Now you want to take away my ability to think? That's nothing to That's think about. That's why Lamar's struggling. They didn't took away his ability to think. Either run or throw it to this one person. That's another reason why I wouldn't sign up for all that money, because his ability to think. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Who are now you? you just got me saying outlandish things. Oh, no, I'm you, no, you saying outlandish things. <laughs> I take it back. Hey, I take it back, man. Nah, I'm nah. all off topic. Hey, hey. Lamar Jackson, a hell of a player. As a passer, he's just inadequate. No, nah, you said he's he shitty. Needs a, no, he's shitty. That's what he's you not. said. He, need, he, he has some, he can improve. And I think that, like, mechanically, it puts him at a disadvantage. But the same things that make you laugh about him make you cry if you're a defense, because he can Make a, he can ad lift. He can get a first down. Sorry, Lamar. I think you can really play. Uh, yeah, but you were done talking about that when he DM'd your daughter. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna get edited out. <laughs> this guy here. So there we go. Airing it out. We got Orlando Scandrick, TJ Hushmanzada, Fubo Sports Network. We'll Appreciate be back next week. Thank you.